to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. We no longer believe because of your word. For we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is truly the Savior of the world. In the first reading, the Hebrews have been led out of slavery in Egypt, and they're in the desert, and they start to get thirsty, and then they grumble and complain. And if you put it into context, you should be a little shocked at this behavior. These are those who have seen all of the plagues. They walked on dry land through the Red Sea. They saw the Lord triumph over their enemies. They'd been guided by a a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire. And yet somehow here they are thinking, can God provide for our thirst? He does provide. Moses strikes a rock, and it begins to give water. And as we learn later on in the scriptures, the rock follows them and continues to slake their thirst. You'll find it in Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 10. For I would not have you ignorant, brethren, that our fathers were all under the cloud, And all passed through the sea, and all in Moses were baptized in the cloud and in the sea, and did all eat the same spiritual food, and all drank the same spiritual drink. And they drank of the spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. we oftentimes find ourselves in the same spot. Even though we're those of the faith who have uh, entered by baptism and received all the other sacraments, above all, the sacrament of the Eucharist, we can still have these little moments where we try to depend on ourselves, on our own strength, where we wonder if the Lord hears our prayer or if he's going to answer us at all. And we look around at the world, and it's not looking so great. And even sometimes the church, it's a great big mess. Will God provide for us? Why do we seem to have uh, such little faith? Paul goes on to describe the condition of those who had been freed from slavery in Egypt. They were all baptized in Moses. They all passed through the Red Sea. They all ate the same spiritual food, manna, and they all drank from the same spiritual rock that was Christ. And then he says, but with most of them, God was not well pleased for they were overthrown in the desert. 
Now these things were done in a figure for us, that we should not covet evil things as they also coveted. Neither become ye idolaters, as some of them, as it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Neither let us commit fornication, as some of them that committed fornication. And there fell in one day three and twenty thousand. Neither let us tempt Christ, as some of them tempted and perished by the serpent. Neither do you murmur, as some of them murmured, and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now all these things happen to them in figure, and they are written for our correction upon whom the ends of the world are come. Wherefore, he that thinketh himself to stand, let him take heed, lest he fall. We sometimes think we're the ones who have got it figured out. We've got it right. And because of that, we create an obstacle to docility to the Spirit. We really only turn to God when there's something that we want. And we expect God to answer our prayers how we please. And it's, it is why things go wrong. Or, even worse, we think that we can live however we please and just show up on Sunday. Maybe enter into the little box over there and get ourselves cleansed off, but never allow him to touch our hearts. Why is it so often that it's us, you and I, those who have the true faith, who resist God, the way that the Hebrews in the desert resisted God, although they had seen all of his works. Who hears the teaching of Jesus in our gospel today? A heretic. One who has no part in the covenant with God. A sinful woman. Five husbands. And yet somehow she doesn't resist the truth of what Jesus says and who Jesus is. Jesus promises that he will make it so that living water flows forth from us. He gives this promise in another way in the seventh chapter of the gospel according to St. John. There Jesus stands in the temple, the temple which no longer has the glory of God. The holy of holies is empty. And here at last is the presence of God in human form. On the last and great day of the festivity, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, 
let him come to me and drink. He that believeth in me, as the scripture saith, out of his heart shall flow rivers of living water. Now this he said of the Spirit, which they should receive who believed in him. For as yet the Spirit was not given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. What is the gift that Jesus came to give us? What was the point of his coming in the flesh and dying upon the cross and rising on the third day and ascending to the Father? That we might have the gift of his spirit. And yet, how rarely we pay, pray for that spirit. God, give me a great big offertory so I can pray the parish's debt. But I didn't ask for the Spirit. God, give me that new promotion at work. But I didn't ask for the Spirit. God, let that girl fall head over heels in love with me. Not me, I'm speaking for you. But I didn't ask for the Spirit. We continually try to do things by our own powers, to make ourselves good by our own strength. And we forget the promise, the gift, that Christ has promised us. All of us here, we have been baptized in the same waters. And we eat the same spiritual food from the altar. And yet we find ourselves again and again in that place of giving resistance to the Spirit or perhaps ignorance of the Spirit. We heard last Sunday how God doesn't just transform the face of Jesus to make it shine. It's not a parlor trick. He shows us what he intends to do with us that we're to be transformed by his glory and shine like the sun. And in this gospel we are told that with the gift of the Spirit from our hearts will flow living rivers of water, grace. You see, the Israelites were intended to be the light of the nations, to be the refreshment for all the rest of the world so that they could find God. And so too are we. This isn't just about the me and Jesus relationship that I have, that I'm not perfected yet. When I fail in my walk with the Lord, I don't just disappoint the Lord and disappoint me. I rob those around me of the capacity to see the glory of the Lord to be satisfied by the graces that pour forth from a relationship with him. If you've been doing Lent, you should have discovered by this point just how feeble your efforts are.
The world isn't in its worst condition that it's ever been in in history. It's pretty bad. And the church is a great big mess. Sort of always has been, right? Maybe we're not living in the wrong times. Maybe we're living in precisely the right time. Everyone in the world, they are thirsty for what only God can give. They are starving for the gift from on high. And they're being led by the world to try and stuff their hearts with all these other things. Led down uh, the roads of error. When you look at the madness of the world today, they've even given up common sense. But I tell you, they are looking for Christ even if they don't know it. None of the things of this world, not one, can slake our thirst or satisfy our hunger. Christ alone is the answer for the longing of every human heart. And you and I have access to all of his gifts. There's nothing he withholds from us. So this third Sunday of Lent, we should take a little time and ask ourselves, is Christ the center of my life? Does he stand in the center of my heart? And when was the last time I asked him for the gift that he promises? In the gospel, Jesus says, if you who are evil know how to give, give good things to your children, how much for will your heavenly Father give you what? The Holy Spirit to those who ask him for it. Brothers and sisters, we are called to be the light of the world. We are supposed to have living waters of grace and love flowing forth from us that will only take place if we live daily in the spirit of Christ. Let us ask him for this gift, not just for our sake and our salvation, but for that of the whole world. Amen? Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.sanaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org. St. Anne, pray for us.